Hi, I'm James. And I'm Drew. And welcome to Graphic Support Group, a mindful podcast for the design industry and the self, where empathy and the creative cloud meet. Join us as we delve into the mind and soul of graphic design, from PSDs to PTSD. This is Graphic Support Group. Welcome to another episode of Graphic Support Group. This is the uh, fourth time now because I just tried to record a conversation with these people five minutes ago and it wasn't actually recording and we've tried to do this interview two times before so this is the fourth technically. So hopefully the fourth time is a charm and we are all very patient but we're really happy to have Brenda here um, from Belgium. And I'm going to introduce them with this bio that I believe was from the Jan Van Eyck Academy bio that we had just discussed prior to me reading this again. And they're both laughing because this is the like fifth time they've heard this bio. So Brenda is a merged alter ego for the two Belgian designers, Nana Essie and Sophie K, which I now am pronouncing correctly because I've heard it corrected three times. Their practice is primarily a collaboration and a role play in which they focus on graphic design and creative direction. There is a continuous interaction between the cognitive and the subconscious. Their approach to graphic design is formed by a combination of nostalgia, tradition, zeitgeist, and method acting. General themes and returning practices are experience, research, spatial design, dreams, spirituality, and the ethereal and playful typography. How did that sound the fourth time? It was your best reads. Yeah. Yeah. Practice yeah. works. Yeah. And I was listening more more than before. <laughs> this is probably the most active you've listened to this. Yeah. We both were active listening. I was like tradition. And I was like, the tradition? Are we so traditional? <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. That, that, that stuck in my mind. Like tradition? I don't uh, know. No, but be, because... <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was actively listening, but I was also still kind of, I really had to kind of hold in my laugh because I was very, <laughs> I was going very deep. Um, this is the spirit of this podcast. It's yeah. imperfect, vulnerable. You yeah. know, we're letting everything out. So this is your moment to kind of reflect on so, this. Yeah. What? So what I said in the previous, <laughs> I was uh, like, actually, we're looking for someone to like different people uh, who can write a new bio for us, because mm-hmm. um, we we really think it's it's nice that there's like a, a an, um, also the identity of the writer is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Choice of words, yeah, or like yeah. how you look at a, a duo, or like mm-hmm. it's for everyone different. So maybe, true. what do you think about us before reading this bio? How would you describe <laughs> us? <laughs> Honestly, I... Well, I've met you. Yeah, before. but before you met us, like, what was your... Do, do you still know? Like, what, what were you thinking? I feel like my first impulse was just kind of like... I was very taken by the visual approach and, like, the sort of... Um, 
kind of like uh, experimental kind of fun sensibility. Like I just was kind of like, I, I thought that some of the stuff that I was seeing was like not necessarily being done for like, you know, museums or bigger mm-hmm. organizations because it was so like kind of, um, what's the word? Like it just didn't feel buttoned up, which I liked a lot. And I was like very taken by that. But in terms of like what the studio is and who it is, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was like one person. Yeah. Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nice. yeah, I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, our secret. We're not one person. Yeah, <laughs> just, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. How do you? How how did you come up with this bio again? You said it was like kind of somebody else had written it, but it was like from things you had written. Yeah, yeah. like I think we had an interview once with Amanda. She yeah. was writing for Jan van Eyck, like bios of all the different artists and participants who were there, and um. I think we 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 gave some uh, like yeah we, we had some inter like we described ourselves and she she wrote it down it's very short and I think like later like we we we, we yeah we reused I don't know actually if that's legal to do or we can do that I think there's copyright problems with that but no 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 that's not true we 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 she read the final. <laughs> Yeah. She read the final edits, obviously. But I don't know, what, but I mean that like now yeah. we we, we oh, use yeah, yeah. that one and we we start editing it or like because oh. lots of people ask us to give a little bio or mm-hmm. like it's something you obviously need yeah. to do and that's also it's something that's very annoying also because you think yeah. like oh shit my bio <laughs> to re- yeah to repeat ourselves a bit from the previous conversation uh, you know like whoa <laughs> okay. Um, is um, yeah, we 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 kind of had like this kind of collaging of of um, of thoughts and 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 words and and concepts, and we kind of glue them together every time. And maybe that's also what we kind of asked her to do as well. I think we also sent her some scraps that she kind of used in the text as well, apart from the interview. And yeah, I think that's also why. Sophie is mentioning this in the interview is um, I don't know maybe it's interesting to just like kind of dig in your own identity uh, it's interesting to hear you already describe what your idea was about what we were because then if if you just kind of can read or hear it through other people's eyes and ears then it helps defining your identity or even more or understand yourself better I guess and everybody also has another color of um, of of tone or voice or something. Uh, yeah, and I think we also play with this a lot because, like in we, in the beginning, we were not known for being graphic designers, but we were mm-hmm. like doing more decoration of of um, interiors of parties and stuff like that, and that's how we we started. And then we used some. There were like some elements which were always coming back, like. It's very cliche now, but like shells and glitter and stuff like that. And people were always like, oh, that's so Brenda. Or like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's Brenda. And they always try to, we made this little, we give them the tools to put us in a box. But then they were always putting us in this box and like, this is Brenda. And then we were, people were like thinking we were only doing that. And I think also we always try, when we know like what people think we are, we always try to re 
reshape it or like show something different. And I think it's also interesting to play with that. I think it's something we're already doing for a while. Yeah. Like not to be the the obvious what they think we need to be. Yeah, or, I mean, as soon as 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 soon as people kind of define you, you kind of want to undefine it and or redefine. Yeah. It again. I mean, it's interesting because you guys specifically have this alter ego, so it's already sort of like a construct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting how this bio kind of talks about that. But I wonder what a bio would look like if it was. I mean, I'm sure you tried this at some point, but like a bio that doesn't even talk about the real people mm. behind it. But like, who yeah. is Brenda? That's, that's we we actually we we did that before. It was one of the bios we had on a website, the first website we made after uh, we finished school, actually. And then we kind of asked someone to write in a way to put things in there well it became a bit confusing but it was also it was a work in itself to read the bio maybe it wasn't like right right. because i can see somebody (laughs) watching but it was like like each part of like every person's bio um was um really kind of trying to reflect but i think even in that bio was also our names no yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's a great idea actually to write a really long story about Mm. who who's Brenda like mm-hmm. or yeah yeah like and oh. then it doesn't make sense at all maybe oh my god let's just you know like this summer we remember this one <laughs> the revolving door part like those we had like this moment this summer where we also tried to kind of write pieces of bio but then we we tried to um explain ourselves through quotes or like sentences or um happenings things that happened in the past or something i guess but yeah i mean it almost has like a literary exercise or like you know you you guys talk a lot about like role playing and like character development and those types of things which i think is obviously central to the idea of the studio in a sense so i'm curious like i was gonna say i mean we i wanted you to try to describe who brenda is (laughs) and like what the impetus for naming the studio this sort of alter ego second self uh, yeah. was yeah. and but also uh, what was I gonna say I, I don't even know I was just like is it is it sort of a way to like kind of hide and also reveal certain things that you like want to be more uh, um, playful with I, I think it's it's coming back from what Sophie said before like you know that uh, people like because what you said now it really cringes me that people reduced us to glitter and um, shout. <laughs> and that's like, okay, um, there was some stereotypes in there, but then, you know, it's never as superficial as it looks. Like there's always more behind it. And I think in the beginning, people really wanted to put us in, like they really didn't under, like we were studying, we studied before, we were studying another thing at that time, graphic design together. And we were doing things, but we weren't like necessarily doing graphic design. And people really didn't understand, like, what are you guys do? Like, what are you guys doing? And in the beginning, it was even like a little bit intimidating because the fact that people react like we don't understand what you're doing, but they also kind of found it a little bit intriguing. I think we that probably shaped the idea of why we uh, created an alter ego because this alter ego is a at and for one thing, a merge between the two of us, and and another thing, it's a it's just like a, a kind of mascot or some kind of personality um, that doesn't define who you are per se. It just gives you 
uh, space and flexibility to evolve um, right. and, and to also let it go if you need to. Well, it's sort of like a band name or something too. Yeah. Well, it's like a studio name, but the, I think the dish, the issue, or not the issue, but the difference is that uh, it's a name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a person's name. So it is sort of like this person yeah. as opposed to like experimental jet set or like, you know, yeah, what, yeah, like yeah. these like kind of like. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I, maybe I can just read four or five small parts. Um, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Like who Brenda is. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda loves cozy dinners. Uh, Brenda likes meeting new people. Brenda should practice more patience. Brenda can be the life of the party when she feels it. Brenda couldn't live without her Dropbox. Um, Brenda once got her arm stuck between a revolving door of a four-star hotel while trying to pump <laughs> a high-profile vibe carrying a lot of luggage. That I like that one. Wait, she's tr- she's trying to do what with a high-profile? <laughs> she was it really happens. <laughs> uh-huh. A high profile what? Yeah, we we like this summer we were um we were in Rome and it was super hot and like we were almost like every day at this hotel at the top of the of the hill. They had a swimming pool, but you kind of had to pay to be there during mm. the day to use the pool. And then after a while, like we were looking for a new place, like to move to a hotel or an Airbnb or whatever. And um, and then in the end, we just like decided, like fuck it, let's just like pay a little bit more and just get like a couple of nights in this four-star hotel, and then we don't have to pay the pool anymore. And the moment that we tried to come in, it was like this uh, this like taxi that put us um, that dropped us in front of the hotel. And um, Sophie was going in and I was trying to go in right behind her in the revolving door. But instead of waiting, I kind of like tried to... With all this luggage, we were already (laughs) two weeks in Italy, you know, like, yeah. And then, um, yeah, obviously the door (laughs) got stuck. My arm got stuck. (laughs) There was was a funny moment. And Nana is like, like... the door is stuck with this with the trolley like still out because my arm you know, is and I'm looking be- and I'm looking behind me and I'm like why 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 did you try to squeeze in this little part because it was a small revolving door it's not the IKEA one you know and I'm like and then and then she's like ah ah my arm my arm and like this we we but it's also like people in the lobby they see it like so they need to give us a room and they like already like looking at us like who is walking in here you know like <laughs> who is this and then the, the what, taxi driver what, comes and help and like de- no, blocking. no that was the thing he wasn't helping he like was? he just you had the revolving door and then next to it we just had like a normal door which was open it was just open so it was we... just like walking through the door as if you know like it was just silly it was super silly yeah so this, these are like details that like you would maybe most people would not bring to the forefront but it's also like a subversion kind of like brenda is like a real person but she's not a real person (laughs) brenda's too real to be real it's like uh it feels like that like sort of like fictional kind of uh like a character 
totally. that you're like putting together from like all your favorite little yeah, like quirky yeah. moments and then yeah, you create yeah. this like but sort of graphical yeah. like we're the writer and it's partly made up yeah partly better yeah. for ourselves partly more extreme for... yeah <laughs> but also, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I was curious about writers. about like writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that that plays a role in like the work you do mostly, or is it sort of just a fun aspect of like? Do you think when you came up with this concept, you were thinking like, "Oh, this will give us a lot of like freedom to try different things and be." Oh, yeah. Actually, kind of... yeah, I think for me, it's it's um, yes and no. I would love to say yes, but I think it's also sometimes. This, this character is parallel with the real world sometimes and sometimes I don't have the time to think about the character in the daily work mm-hmm. um, and it that doesn't spark so much joy so I think we need to bring her more up front mm-hmm. and think about her of like what would Brenda do mm-hmm. I think it would create more joy and maybe yeah. that's something we will try to do in 2022 yeah that's actually yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's sort of like a way, yeah, to remind yourself of like the core ideas. Mm-hmm. And also it is interesting because it sort of like casts a performative light onto like every aspect of what you guys do. So if you did want to be per- like public figures in design or if you did want to be like more behind the scenes, like both work. And even in terms of like <laughs> the revolving door aspect of like getting stuck, like that's there's like sort of like the like when things are most chaotic or when things are most sort of like unhinged that's also like magical mm-hmm. like <laughs> it also fits really well with the fact that we've tried to do this interview like three different times it's like part of the characters like she she doesn't yeah. know how to work mm-hmm. like zoom you know whatever <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, exactly. i really like that and i think like it adds to the sort of like it's like making the commonplace mysterious or something like that, you know, like it's like most people like have issues with internet connectivity, but like when you have it, it's like funny or like, it's like, so Brenda, you know? Yeah. Hopefully last time I was not (laughs) laughing with the internet. I was like, I was like, this is not working. I was like, fuck this. (laughs) You guys were still waiting for me. And I was like, I'm like, Brenda's out. (laughs) It will not today. (laughs) Not today. Brenda could not. talk about trust. It is important, now more than ever, to trust your type, to feel the force of your fonts, to embrace each font's unique characteristics, to tap into the spirit of each letter, and to celebrate each typeface's world of potentiality. When in doubt, the type... When in doubt, the typography will tell you what it wants to do, where it wants to be, how much space it needs to occupy. Typography isn't just about perfect curves, precise lines, serifs, counters, and diacritics. It is also about soul, 
spirit, spontaneity. It is about letting the typeface behave exactly how it naturally wants to behave and not forcing it into a role it is not comfortable in. Typography, like clothing, can adapt and be styled across space, time, and era. It can never be relegated to one box or to one instance. But if you trust the type, it will show you where it wants to go. It will reveal its potential. It will show you its true nature. Trust the type and trust yourself. The ideal is to be working in such a fashion that everything feels like a happy accident. And I think that sort of like comes through in your work to a degree. Yeah. Um, but I also wonder like if it's like, how do you sustain that? So that balance is sort of what you're talking about. Like what, what are ways that you guys kind of try to maintain a balance of like not, I don't like to use the word chaos so much, but like controlled chaos is a good way of talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, balance is a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think with no, most creatives, no? Yeah, like, it's never, I mean, it's, it, balance is always an, an issue, right? You always try, I mean, we always try to find the right balance between things. And I don't, I don't know, it's like, how, how to shape the chaos? Like, um, when things are too organized, we're going to mess it up because then it's boring. And... Also, you just kind of want to do the opposite of what you think you're expected to do or something. Um, I think it's a, it's a matter of, it's, it can also be a bit tiring because it's as, it's it requires a lot of energy. Sometimes it's also a waste of energy. I mean, there's no one straight answer to it. I think it's just um, um, allowing, allowing, like having um, key um, key moments where you produce and where you try to do the work and um, just start, um, and then you kind of have the moment where you where you have slots where you try to give yourself some free time. Um, but I think it works differently with everyone. Like my creativity comes most from pressure or something when I when I should be doing something, and then I'm thinking about doing something else or. Uh, yeah. when we need to kind of find a quick solution for something then innovative thinking is activated so i i think there's a lot of aspects in in creativity that that i think if you kind of can figure out which kind of role playing or which kind of exercises um you can do then maybe that's the maybe that's the answer i don't i don't yeah. know i got lots of ideas when in the shower sometimes. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, so no, it's not true. I, I got lots of ideas when I'm walking or running. Mm. So I try to run da daily or I try to run or do walks daily. I try to have 10,000 steps a day. Nice, nice. And I, then when I'm walking, then like sometimes ideas mm -hmm. come that I don't have when I'm sitting the whole day behind the computer. Mm -hmm. Some That's something I know works for me. It doesn't work always. Mm -hmm. They like no 
hacks that always work. That's no. a problem. <clears throat> it's just a change, change our movement is very yeah. important with both of us. Mm-hmm. Like also sometimes we can really, really work well on the train or on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sucks if I would have to do it every day, then mm-hmm. it would be not productive. But sometimes change, I think, is yeah. what, like really, really helps. Well, there also is like the aspect that you guys are sort of like together and apart, like yeah. Nana yeah. lives in Ostend and you are in Brussels and then like, uh, sometimes uh, you're fact, fact update, fact <laughs> Actually, update. Yeah, we have an update. <laughs> now we both live in Brussels, so Oh. It's not like now it's um how many years ago? It's like almost six or seven years ago that we lived in the same city. So we're kind of re nice visiting that mm. was yeah. this like a decision that came from um mm-hmm. I heard a noise. I don't know if it was my headphones or something. But no. <laughs> some like robot voice. Um, <laughs> uh, was this a decision that came from like more work or like life? Like what? Um, I think uh, life happens. Um, and I mean, it wasn't the most practical uh, situation to be living in a city an hour and a half away from each other. But it, uh, it also shaped the studio uh it 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 was just a continuation of how the studio was already being shaped because our ways of working were always unconventional to what we kind of understood from other practices and um we never really had a real studio like all the studios that we were had were like or this kind of worn out music studio (laughs) or like a garage or a living room or whatever and because we were already <clears throat> kind of um, very inventive. We were also sometimes trying new websites or apps or or platforms to 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 prepare our work or to to show our work or to comment on our work together. So um, the moving what wasn't making it that much more difficult. It was just like a bit tiring after a while. Now I'm kind of happy that I can be here in 15 minutes if it's necessary or the other way around. And I we also think it's going to help the studio to be more you know, productive or just like efficient. Yeah, I mean, I mean can you talk works. about, sorry. Sorry, I just wanted to say like the online working situation for us, it's already happening for years. And now it's, you know, it's like, it's, it's just like it went through the roof. And, um, and I feel like it's a bit enough. Maybe we, we are the ones that try, try to, because yeah, now everyone's doing it and now then we're like okay now we're out <laughs> it's always a bit like that you know like when when things become obvious we try we, we do something else and we we're out mm-hmm. we also the way of working of how we work it's always changing and we sh- like we now we're working like this and then maybe in three years ago we worked differently and mm-hmm. now we will change again so mm-hmm. um yeah methods and systems we we have them and we do them and they're but we it's very hard to ha- have a linear path in, in that way i think yeah for mm-hmm. both of us that's like very yeah. common mm-hmm. and we're looking for structure in ways but we also look for things to break the structure yeah luckily our moon sign and our ascendant are the same <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's interesting that like you would think having this sort of alter ego would sort of create more structure. Mm. But in a sense, it seems like 
it's almost there as a way to like kind of keep things completely fluid. It's like mm-hmm. anything can happen under this umbrella. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she she dies in a f- yeah, she can, she can die. <laughs> she needs well, yeah. I mean, there is definitely like oh like a free kind of whimsical, dreamy, like naive, almost like a childlike yeah, sense yeah. to the work a lot of the time. Um could even you died, sorry, even if she died, <laughs> could kind of wake up again because it's like inception, because it was a dream in a dream, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it definitely seems to give you guys a lot of inspiration in, into like maybe on this project we're going to be this type of point of view or like on this project we're going to like come at it from this perspective like but is is there an interest in making it kind of like surreal or fantasy like even for your clients like maybe bringing them into kind of a space that they weren't prepared for or like expecting yeah I think Brenda will always stay young like she's she's growing up but she's I don't think Brenda will be ever 60 years old, you know? <laughs> did, like, did, did you see, like, this new... You have, like, Sex in the City, and now you have, like, It's Just Like That, huh? the, the new, the new hey, one. What was it's it? Terrible. And, and it's Just Like That. So old. It's like... I, th- I, I, I think Brenda will never be... <laughs> Brenda will stay in the 90s. Of, like, she will... No, she will not stay in the 90s. She will evolve in time, but she will never get very old, I think. I, I mean... Her- I'm looking forward to the day that, you know, you can embrace that age, but it's still coming from a mental youthness, you know, like that you can be 60 and have a witty mind. That's mm-hmm. still surprising to people of your own age, older people and younger people. I think that's... support now we love hearing from the design community call us at 202-507-9158 please share your story with us after the tone we'll do our best to respond on our podcast please leave a name or alias design role and location thank you for your call Maybe talking about a specific project will be interesting, like in terms of like the are we there yet project where it does seem to kind of like be almost like this, this sort of uh, simple, straightforward thing that goes through these like strange iterations, like it like takes on different like masks and like kind of um, like it, it's like a simple serif like typeface that then becomes like blobby or like then has like all these things interacting with it like is that kind of spirit sort of there too like even the even your projects are like characters that like do different things or like 
have different uh i mean we're personas yeah we're really like talking about identity right so it's like i i think that's the core of what we do as as um, as thinkers and as designers is that that's what people come to us for even if it's something that's not like a new logo or that's it they always kind of ask us to rethink or to um uh or solidify or um filter or um re re recapture or something like that or updates like it's it's always it's 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 always that um and and it's it's and then it's kind of you know method acting trying to trying to fit into the other personality listening to what what who they are and what what they're looking for understanding them and then returning back to oneself as Brenda or as uh, <laughs> as an individual and then um and then try to create something that kind of what <clears throat> uh, summarize the research that you did on someone's identity or an, an object's identity or an institution's identity or an artist like i think that's if you look at like in the long run what we're doing last couple of years that's always been i think that's the core of of what we do so yeah the are we there yet is is is, is one example of of such um i, I like identity um creation i think with what like very practical with are we there yet is it was then they knew they, they it was running normally for four months or something and they didn't want to spoil, they spill everything in the beginning so that's why the build-up uh started because we wanted to to play with online and offline and what's real what's not real how how is things are transforming and etc and, mm-hmm. and then yeah then covid <laughs> still was happening and like we had like an, um, another lockdown and the, the cultural centers were not open so they they also um like that's more the cultural house made made the um decision to to like also not have another other team or season for the the second part of the year and still have are we there yet so we were like okay but then it needs to transform and and it can't be the same but it it needs to it needs to be the same in, in one way and that's how this little little m- movements and shapes were the same but mm-hmm. it was changing and we added more color and sp- like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a bit yeah, like it's a like it has a different different personalities because of the contexts because of the changing um, in, situation in, not in are we there yet itself not but <clears throat> the the you know the they always uh, the Burschaubuch, because that's what we're talking about. Like the institution is always asking, um, so like self reflector reflecting or critical questions. And the army there yet was like really like you know, um, feeling stretchy or stretched out. Like it's both about trying to be flexible and to survive, outlive the situation, but at the same time also like being like completely thinned out or blown up or fed up you know with with the situation so that then you know that's why we started um stretching the type and 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 um, do something visual with it so that you can look at it and feel really feel what's 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 happening and then this the second part yeah that's when the that that typeface 
uh, suddenly became uh, 3D. Like it suddenly really became more real and and um, and really started to blow up in in every direction. And um, I think it, in that sense, it was kind of nice to to have time to um, to work on the design and really make it better. Even after mm -hmm. you know, like, or I don't know if better is a good description. <laughs> yeah, well, I just like it was always like so. I mean, that was one of the first things I saw of your work, and I'd love to, like, explain the context a bit to the audience, but, like, it's this event series put on by, what are the, I don't know, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but it's, a, like, an art space in Brussels called... Beerschouwburg. Can you say? Beers, I'm not going to even try. Beerschouwburg. <laughs> uh, and it's, like, you know, the the main thing is the question, are you there yet? Are we there yet? Which is, like, in like a, almost like a Times New Roman. I don't know what the typeface is. I, it was an ITC Gorilla, which is actually oh nice. It's already quirky, like it's mm. a bit um, like it's a bit like the art rights. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it has like a weirder kind of yeah. character yeah. to it than I remembered. Uh, and like then you had the tagging happen already. Was that already going on? Like the Facebook yeah, yeah. or I mean, Instagram tagging, sort of like when you tag somebody on Instagram post that's the way that you're sort of announcing who is performing yeah. or who's yeah. going to be. The tagging came from, Ale, the tagging came from, um, was a very deliberate choice in the beginning before we started because we wanted to, um, apart from like this kind of typefacing and <clears throat> editing and stretching it, we wanted to have another layer of uh, what Sophie said before, like, um, you know, playing with uh, reality, what's real and what's not. And, because everybody was like constantly online, you know, like people drinking wine on Zoom with their friends, or yeah. suddenly people are also started to be shamed if they would like share a story or a post and they would tag other people. Like I remember I went for a walk in the park with someone and I kind of posted a photo online and somebody said, like, huh, shouldn't you be like one meter and a half away from each other? Like this kind of thing. And that again was a bit like an anti-reaction like you know what we're just gonna tag everyone uh in <laughs> we actually can be together like it's again from this kind of you know mm. this idea and 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 also uh to play with this kind of visual simulation that people would tap two times <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like what's fake news what's now what's not mm -hmm. now like especially during the real like strict lockdown it was like people were posting old pictures or they were like mm. they were posting like that they're on a holiday but then they said like yeah but this is not now but maybe it was now like so people want really to post so much that mm. i don't get actually but like but they, they need to share it but then they need to like say like okay but this is not now and then we thought yeah let's play with yeah this. i mean it's like it's maybe, interesting yeah. that it's like a fascination with like the stories that we tell and like how we tell them and like this idea of like like interactivity and like being in the same space but not or like how you show that you're like intimate with somebody else yeah, to yeah. The publicly without like actually showing it like these sorts mm -hmm. of like gestures which mm -hmm. I think is like so funny because I think most people would look at it and just be like what the hell am I looking at they wouldn't read all mm -hmm. that in there but i think it's it's almost like a subconsciously embedded in like since this is the kind of like therapy podcast it is interesting to think about like 
where that impulse really comes from and what draws you both to these sorts of like strange means of connection and like representation in in our like contemporary culture yeah Mm. we really like respond uh to each other you know like in this thing like what are like what are the ingredients to have a successful result in that sense is like yeah they're a, a team of people that actually actively listen and they're interested they're asking questions you know they trust us so even mm. if they don't know what the outcome is going to be or they just like got a glimpse of it they feel that we get it and that's mm. all they need to know like as long as it's not contradicting with or like because they're really like <clears throat> try to be like you know they don't try they are aware and woke as much as they can be unless it's kind of you know conflicts conflicts with that which also happens from time to time um they're re- they really like just trust us and um you know it doesn't it's like you're go- going to cry no because i, I mean um that's maybe another con- uh, uh, another conversation, like a frustration um, with clients or in the design process. I can get into it later, but you know, just like the trust is important because then uh, it's or it's also organic. Um, and after a while, sometimes extra meaning, layers of meaning, just are added to it because it just exists, and people also look at it, and people also make extra associations. So. If you wanted to control everything from the beginning to the end, then yeah, then then there's no surprise, and and maybe that's yeah. why that's why it also works in this kind of team together, you know. Like we talk a lot about this with many guests on the show, like trust and clients and relationships, and sort of like guiding them. I mean, clearly you have a great relationship with uh, that which I will not try to pronounce, but uh, <laughs> oh, you can say BSD. BSB, but, um, you know, what do you do in a situation where you can't sort of get on the same page with somebody, or I'm sure you've had those experiences in the past, or how do you, how would you recommend to people kind of wanting to do this sort of work, this kind of more like free spirited, almost like mercurial approach to design, which I think just be yourself if you're, because lots of graphic designers are a bit anal and <laughs> restricted oh. like oh, as a way of thinking and i think the, like i think if you're free mind then you need to be a free mind and if you are like more rigid which we also can use sometimes then you i think it's very important to stay true to yourself nice. so i think as a tip don't try to be someone else mm. be yourself and yeah, from the from the people who are literally trying to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, contradict yourself. Don't no, copy like, us. <laughs> be somebody error. else, but no. Trial and error, right? Because like uh, as soon as you make a rule for something, you know, the rule gets compromised uh, when it's not working with one specific client and then you realize like, ah oh, shit, yeah, it's not gonna work always like this, you know, like Right, right. Just to give like one example of something that we uh, that we had uh, last end of last year, um, okay, there was a client that needed um, quick results because there was the time was really short and it was all a bit like last minutes, 
And, um, you know, you, you have kind of different strategies depending on what kind of client it is. If you know them, if you don't know them, how is the relationship? Are they acquainted with your work? These are all questions that you kind of have to ask yourself. Like, um, are they aware of your portfolio or are they just looking for a surprise and they, they don't want to have any control? Like all of these things are really important. And I think with this client, they, they didn't really know what they were getting into. I think the client itself was having an identity crisis and wanted something that's without being aware what the result of that could be. And so we kind of, what we always do when we design, we always have too much. Like we, we des- when, we, when we're designing, we're not really focusing on one or two things. Like we always have like a thousand different options. And our, our um, strategy was, let's, Ali, you could read it as they were overwhelmed by the choices. And we were thinking like, maybe if they have an, a lot of uh, options or a lot of choices, it's easier gonna for them to, to choose uh, a direction that we can kind of um, get into detail in. But what they were actually, what they actually needed at that time was just like two options, like, and then see mm-hmm. if one or the two was, was working. But if those two options are not good, yeah, you lose two days, you know? So yeah. it was kind of like a, a, an exercise or in strategy. And then we thought like, okay, from now on, we kind of, because um, there's also other problems coming with that. Um, you're you're giving away IDs for free, and then the next time another designer works with your PDF, and then mm. kind of creates things out of that, which we kind of also um, experienced. And you know we don't care because we have enough IDs, but it's also not nice to see it in the end. And then like you've seen your work kind of adapted, or yeah, yeah, yeah. We've our work adapted, yeah. But then, you know, in the end, you just know, like, okay, um, could have been us as well. So, <laughs> um, but then on the opposite side, you would think, like, okay, from now on, just do one proposal, maximum two proposals, and then uh, there is not so much choice and the client can continue. Well, we also did that, but then that client had the feeling like you haven't worked enough or you didn't mm. have enough options. I want to see more options. While we were actually for like, for once, like super uh, um, convinced that this proposal that we were doing was actually really like the, ra- the right direction. And right, then, right. you know, it becomes like this psychological mind game and um, it's really shitty. Like, and it's also in that sense, it's also like you have the feeling like they're not trusting you 100% because they want to have yeah. control over all the options and seeing where it's going. And yeah, so... Your answer, the answer, my my answer is trial and error, and then just like you know, um, getting to just seeing red flags quicker, and then adjusting your strategy. Yeah, most of the time you yeah. it already before, and mm. it's yeah, you really feel it. Are, yeah, I mean they are relationships at the end of the day. That's one thing we talk about a lot too. It's like, you know, if you're like dating somebody who like keeps telling you you're like wrong about everything you might not want to date that person but but this is capitalism also so there's an a service oriented aspect to it so it is this kind of strange i mean you know you pay a hairdresser or whatever to like do your hair it's a it's not so dissimilar to that you wouldn't go to somebody who did something that you didn't like but next question i I forgot what i said oh oh, here's the question i had (laughs) How how do you like 
mentally and spiritually maybe i'm not i don't like throwing that word around too much but like stay in a zone that allows you to be true to yourselves and like keeps you kind of confident without being sort of arrogant because i think that's also something a lot of designers struggle with it's like who am i to say that like i always ask myself like who am i to say i have the answer you know or who am i but then it's also like that's all i have is like my own intuition and my own version of what i believe to be the true way to approach this which is what i believe the people are paying me to do maybe maybe we are not so true to ourselves and maybe we we are arrogant (laughs) no i don't know it's sometimes like when one person like one person is like he's like I, i had it fuck this and and it's going to be angry or like not very diplomatic then the other one is there to say, no, don't do this. This is not professional. Yeah. <laughs> this is not okay. And in that way, yeah, we 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 are the balance because yeah, mm. good cop, bad cop. Yes, you have checks and balances in your administration. Yeah. Yeah. So but when I'm when when I'm like by myself or when I'm alone and I am kind of encountering this, I either um, call to someone, another like designer or whatever, a friend and ask what do you think um i give it some time like or or you write the angry email that you just want to say where it's at but you just make sure there is no receiver um yeah yeah (laughs) uh but then afterwards you read it and then you kind of you know you can get out like the sharp edges um yeah that's interesting yeah because i mean it's interesting to hear this type of thing too because i mean one thing we haven't talked a lot about on this episode is your relationship with each other working together and it hel- it helps to know that there is like this sort of balance being uh created and then also like that you do run into these issues and like like it is this sort of like Brenda world that's surreal and fun and dreamy but there's also like all this other stuff that yeah, I think happens you know I think something I learned last few years that there will always be issues in everything and like life I think when I was young I watched too much Disney and was thinking like oh yeah (laughs) at this age life will be uh, she will live happily ever (laughs) after and at this time it will be that and I was maybe also very afraid of issues but I think not being issues will be every day in daily life they're every day and something (laughs) it's probably everyone listening to this and it's like of course they are but it's something that you always think Mm. even if if you think you're like at the top or like people at the top they don't have issues it's 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 everyone has issues yeah yeah Um, yeah. and it's also like important that you kind of reference you know you'll you have a lot of designer friends you have like a community of people who you can bounce ideas off of or like ask for their opinion which is important and i think a lot of people think like oh they're just doing this alone in their own like bubble you know what that's that's a really active uh that's an that's an activity actually because um at some point like the school where we actually came from you know you you end up uh, uh, from school and there's many different uh, graphic designers from different years but there wasn't really like a feeling of community between us like I didn't really feel like I could uh, that you kind of grow together or maybe some people right right you know some people become like small groups and but at some point I think it's like Sophie, Sophia and I like when like you know when an assignment comes in um, and you cannot do it for instance 
um, then you kind of list down a lot of uh, people from, you know, that you know, that are also from Belgium or like other international designers, whatever. And you kind of share that. And after a while, I think that sending out that kind of energy, you also get it back. Like, you know, right, right. people don't even know that they're in your list. But in the end, you know, someday you will get something back from it. And I think um, towards each other as designers, we need to support each other. Um, it doesn't always have to actively support each other, but just like on a mental level, we, sh- we should really like do that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's nice that you can just like call someone up, you know, to just like co- come back to that thing that you can, uh, or just like share something. And in this, yeah, it's a bit vulnerable sometimes, but it's also, it also helps to rationalize or just like to oversee the situation as, okay, it's not all about me, you know, <laughs> I'm not the center of the universe. Maybe these people are also having a bad day or they just don't get it. And then you kind of, di- you can kind of distance yourself. A bit. Yeah, the, we, mm-hmm. I think we take things less personal today than we yeah. used to do. Yeah, I think vulnerability is something that's like super exciting that's happening in design, uh, in the work itself and in the way people seem to talk about working. Um so the recurring question that we always ask our guests is, could you share a lasting experience from your design career that has affected you emotionally or psychologically? Okay, yeah. So we we had this client who asked, who was Richie, like client X, or like collaborator X. I said client because it's <laughs> easier to say, but I want to say it's more like collaboration. Um, and they asked us, like, um, could, would do do would you do you want to do like a new identity for us and we were like so excited about it and 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 it was very heavy for us i think because they they used us like financially and like also in a bit in a way and it's changed our lives and mm. they don't know <laughs> how can you elaborate we, we, we also very like it was a big client and i'm like I think we both are very sometimes even more afraid of big clients than um mm. oh yeah than, than small ones it's never you know like um it's like the imposter syndrome or something mm-hmm. think you always assume and maybe that's good to assume that but you always assume that um when you're working with bigger clients, bigger institutions, bigger company, apart from the budget, which is also sometimes like, you know, a disillusion, um, you just think the higher you get, the more professional it will be, the more the communication will be on point. But then in the end, it's, I think that's kind of a, a an airy bubble. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... Mm-hmm. What do you kind of like, you know, some, sometimes it's not even more professional uh, on a higher level than working with smaller businesses or something, you know, like, or smaller mm-hmm. institutions. Um, yeah, maybe that's, that's. Um, and so that made, how did that, how would you say that like left, what impression or like emotional, psychological, like impression never, did that leave I, I'm you? never, I'm not so enthusiastic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> new jobs mm. <laughs> like that I used to be like it, it it I'm still enthusiastic but sometimes I try to yeah I'm like I'm I'm more cautious mm. Mm. cautiously yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I, I feel yeah. that too. Like it's almost like getting your heart broken or something. It's like yeah, I'll never yeah. love again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh totally. Gosh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, know, for maybe to to share one, um, I need to to continue in that share, like because um, this is a safe space as well. <laughs> um, you know, like last year, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Whatever you call it, exhausted, burnout, whatever, but. You know, at some point when, at some point you're just like, it's, you just gave too much or you just, you're just tired or you're just like, you don't see where it's going or something like that. And then I think then at that point, you kind of have to give yourself some breathing space and also uh, allow yourself to be um, angry with it or annoyed with it or whatever, like don't uh, suppress it. And then, you know, because what I feel, I also had like this period where I also didn't like uh, assignments coming in at some point. Like I was really like, I don't know if we have time or whatever, but then now in retrospect, I realized that um, it's about, um, it's like your mental and emotional flexibility, right? Like you really like, just like headspace, mental health, super crucial if you want to continue because it's really how you react to everything. It's like we just said, like, right. at some point we took things personal, but it's it's never really, like, personal. It's never, I mean, it's never really, like, ultimately personal. It's also, like, how, what is your reaction to it? Are you going to are you gonna go into the drama or are you going to? Mm-hmm. They can touch Brenda, but they cannot touch <laughs> the people behind it. <laughs> you use Brenda as a shield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Brenda could eat him, but like Sophia and Anna are safe. <laughs> You're like the Clark Kent behind Superman. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's this like never ending moments of like this Dragon Ball Z where they're like fighting and it's like, ah, ah, ah. And it's, you, each project is like your Pokemon ball. Like you play a different one every oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about Pokemon. Is that how it works? <laughs> oh, gotta catch them all. That's totally. But I think like the vulnerability aspect of what you guys were talking about just now too is like pretty interesting um, because you want to make yourselves vulnerable to the clients and then be yourselves and be true to yourselves. But then when when you give that vulnerability and it's not met with the same level of respect, that's where you feel like it is personal yeah. because you've given a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to remind yourself that it's okay to give all of yourself mm-hmm. to a project or all of yourself. And if that's not returned, then it's you haven't done anything wrong. It's not like you did something wrong by being honest and true and respectful to mm-hmm. your own self and somebody else. It's just dealing with the sadness of knowing that not everyone is up for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that it's really interesting because actually while we were like kind of planning this talk and while we met when we, I was in Brussels recently and that like I kept having these sort of moments of like self-doubt and imposter syndrome and like you know like why am I running a podcast if I can't even get the interview to work like do these people want to actually like get to know me or is it like is this like too like networky like what am I like there is this and because we've had like this sort of saga where it's like happened but it hasn't happened and stuff I actually appreciate that like I feel like in in my previous life potentially I would be like well people don't have patience for this type of shit like they're never gonna want to talk to me again after like one mistake or like we already met in person they probably didn't like me whatever like that kind of thing like 
Don't worry. So, so I think that this has been helpful in, in terms of also like recognizing like life is not perfect. A eh? like things yeah. go wrong and people should like kind of yeah finish what they started despite the fact like, you know, just because something doesn't go right or because you get a weird vibe one time because like the internet's not working doesn't mean like it's over, you know, the relationship still could have room. Mm-hmm. to yeah. blossom yeah. and like conversations still could be had you know so i think it's important for people to take this example and uh not like be persistent with each other like if there's a kind yeah. of something that wants to happen like i I appreciate that you guys like weren't just like screw this we've tried it twice already and like yeah. and we already met this guy like you guys have spent maybe like four hours with me at this point <laughs> you don't even know yeah. me so i don't know it's like kind of interesting yeah, it's probably meant um, to be this way, you know? Yeah, that's the, the after, Brenda way. Yeah, but uh, afterwards, it's always you think like, uh huh, okay. Like, it's it has it has to be like this or so. In the end, you know, we we said things that were, were could be funny or that get us to new realizations. And maybe if we would have done the conversation the second time, then yeah, maybe it was also interesting, but the content was going to be totally different. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's, it's okay. I think. Yeah. I think like trying to show people your true intention is important. Like, yeah. you know, if you're, um, we also finish each episode with like a mantra. Mm. Being true to yourself seems to be, be true to yourself seems to be the, yeah. the recurring theme here, which is also funny because you're literally have like an alter ego. So be true to your alter ego. <laughs> to your alter ego self. Yeah, to your alter ego yeah. self. And also another one, uh, changement décor. It's uh, mm. what sets is uh, change the environment from time to time. But yeah, I mean, this has been awesome. I really appreciate like you opening and like just talking with me and Thank giving giving it another shot. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. That, like, people are interested in us. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> We're also interested in people. Yeah. <laughs>